0: Welcome to the Awaken Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles. Arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date, holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory.
1: Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today as we inch closer to the day of our Lord Jesus Christ's birth. Today we're going to talk about the nawalt, not the narwhal, which, you know, incidentally, I didn't even know the narwhal. That's that weird uh, arctic creature with the long spiky nose. It's like the unicorn of whales. I honestly didn't think that was a real animal until a few years ago. But today we're going to talk about the, the nawalt or the nawalt. It, it, it's an acronym for not all women are like that. And conversely, there is the awalt. All women are like that so in terms of the the land of going your own way or red pill there's certain acronyms or, or phrases that would probably behoove you to know them and you know for example captain save uh snowflaking pump and dump white knighting and and so we've covered these over at the Waken Man recently but uh, no Walt and a Walt are, are, are it's somewhat controversial I wouldn't say it's controversial per se but if you are black pill, meaning that you're kind of a nihilist and you have rage toward not just women in the court system, but society, you will always say all women are like that or AWOL, 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 and there's no exceptions. And then uh, on the other side of the pendulum, you're going to have the the blue pill men who are, no, Walt, no, Walt, not all women are like that. And so what what you see, and they, of course, believe in the unicorn, the, this, this woman that won't It's kind, will will age well, always give you sex, doesn't rage, isn't codependent, doesn't have addictions, and believes that you can find a woman in America or in the West that you can have a happy relationship with. I tend to have a more moderate view. So I don't have black pill nihilism. I tend to believe that there are unicorns, but they are few and far between, and you have to find them in certain places. But as a whole, given my circumstance in life, given that I already have children and I'm in my 40s, I don't see the purpose to chase or to even entertain the idea of finding out a Walt and Walt. I don't really care. And certainly if you're in your 20s, you might feel a little differently because you're still purging the thirst and you want to have children and having children in the red pill world is, is like playing Frogger. Man, there's really no great option for either you or for any offspring that you have. But I don't believe in the idea that all women are horrible, destructive harpies and medusas. No. As I've mentioned before, I don't hate women. I hate the court system. So even if you were to find a good, virtuous trad con, traditional conservative woman, or trad cath, or whatever, trad prod, traditional Protestant somebody that has family values and all that, all the things that you, you like, A, you have to worry about first that she's virtue signaling, right, the chameleon. She's presenting a persona of what she thinks she, the, the type of woman that you would like in, in your life. If she sees you as a high enough catch or high sexual market value catch, she can kind of sense maybe based on your dating profile or just talking to you that let's just say you're a Republican and that you're pro-life. And that you're anti-taxation or whatever. You're a MAGA guy. And so she will mimic this. And what happens is a lot of blue pill men uh, get essentially dicknapped by this. And they think, oh, my God, I found a woman whose values are completely like mine. The problem is is that I think all, all people on one level are values chameleons. And at the beginning of a relationship, you kind of will, I don't know, Obfuscate some of your more uh, radical notions or your 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 idiosyncrasies. For example, let's say you're anti-vax. Unless you're very passionate about it, you're not going to tell people on the first date, "Hey, I'm anti-vax," because you know that's a very very minority opinion. And the same thing if you are I I don't know a set of a candidates in the Catholic Church, meaning you don't believe that we've had a legitimate pope since uh, 1963. Uh, you're really not going to say that if you're dating a Catholic girl, though most Catholic girls would have no idea what you're talking about because most Catholic girls are dumbed down about their faith, just like most Americans are dumbed down about their history and civics and so forth. But either way, so that's one problem about uh, meeting somebody who you think is the unicorn. The other the other problem is, this, so they're faking it, right? And then you only get to find their true colors later on. The other problem is, a, is love bombing or mimicking values, that match the, the the target or the victims, plus a lot of sex, is a tool of the cluster B personality disorders. If you look at the four, uh, borderline narcissistic, antisocial, histrionic, all of them use it, but certainly the borderline and the narcs will use it the most because they want to ensnare you in. One way to ensnare a man, of course, is through a lot of sex. And then telling you, oh, well, you like the Smiths? I like the Smiths. Or you like hummus? I like hummus. You're like, oh, my God. It's kind of like, and I know this is not the best example, but Frozen. So Hans in Frozen 1 is a narc. Gaston in Beauty and the Beast is a narc. But if you look at Hans in Frozen 1, when he's beguiling Anna at the beginning, Anna is so sweet and naive that she doesn't understand that there's men like that. And, of course, you find out at the end of the movie that he was just maneuvering to become the leader of Arendelle. But at the beginning, when they're, when they're singing that song, uh, first time in my, the first, I forgot the name of it, but, but, uh, it's, it's like we eat the same sandwiches. We, we say we can complete each other's sentences and so forth. That's a perfect example of, of, a of a, of a, a narc, right? He is just figuring out through intuitiveness or intuition, what she wants to hear. And then, it helps that he's good looking, so flip it around for a woman if she's good looking and she's banging you and she's doing a values chameleon. You'll think this is the unicorn. And we've talked about this in the past how the only way to find out if a woman is truly a unicorn is a, you know, a woman who want divorce, you take your assets, take your kids, won't try to get you thrown in jail, won't cheat on you, won't monkey branch is truly by marrying her because men and women think of Hans, men and women are some of them are very good at hiding their either nefarious tendencies or their addictions or their their psychological problems. And being a values comedian all the way to the point where not you just give them the ring, but all the way to marriage. And even even with marriage, they really haven't latched you in because you could get an annulment. Uh, they can go all the way to having that first kid. Then they show the true colors. So when, what you thought was the the Republican girl ends up being a... <laughs> Either a woman who's just completely not interested in politics or she can end up being a leftist. You know, a BLM, Marxist, pro-choice, raging leftist. And she just did the bait and switch. So by this point, you're already too far in. She's going to be getting 20% of your assets for the next 18 years because of that one kid or if you have more kids and more money than that. And you're kind of screwed. But going back to no wall and a wall. So a lot of men who divorce... Or have a couple of bad relationships. The blue pill mentality is, wow, I just found the wrong women or women. Wow, I had bad luck. And if you are not guided by the compass of red pill, you could think this for a long time. If you're not researching inherent female nature or read The Rational Male by Rolo Tomasi or or, or just going to, through MGTOW content on Reddit or Facebook or YouTube or you might think that the woman that you met was just the sole exception. And so you might be parroting the, the statement, no, Walt, not all women are like that. I just happened to find the wrong women at the beginning. Now, there's a couple of problems with this because, A, if you notice early on in your relationships that you are dating the same type of woman, let's say just the, the hot mess, so to speak, uh, the one with severe mental problems or drinks too much or is, is psycho stalker controlling clingy stage five clinger like wedding crashes, then you might just be not not that just that there's just not only a preponderance of these just damaged women because of the sex positive movement who has damaged all of them, and not not to mention postmodernist thinking and and, and you know, decline of Christianity and, and the narcissism that's in social media and all this. Not that not that they're just damaged, but also that um you might just naturally attract these like we know that narcissists are attracted to very empathetic people people that put their heart on their sleeve, so to speak, because empaths are just much easier to read and, and for them to do a profile of to manipulate. They're also going to go for you know men that have never had luck with women. So the more incel types, because, again, they're just so eager to have a relationship. So you need to step back, those of you who want to date and And understand, wow, maybe I'm attracting a certain type of person, a certain type of woman. And lots of times this is connected to your your childhood, right? You marry your mother. If your mother was a henpecker, a nagger, a rager, and you grew up at this, think when you're like four or five years old, you think this is kind of normal. On one level as you grow up, you think it's dysfunctional, like she's always drunk or she's always raging, but this is all you know. And so you, you kind of subconsciously are attracted to the same type of woman. So if your, woman was, if, if your mom was, let's say, quote, passionate, close quote, you might later on as an adult be attracted to, quote, passionate, close quote, women, which is a euphemism for ragers. That wouldn't be too surprising. So one of the problems with that, the recently divorced is they think that the woman was the exception. So what do they do? They get remarried. I've mentioned 10 men divorce, seven go back on the dating market, two go MGTOW, and one ends his life or drinks himself, to essentially ending his life. Most men in the world, 90% are blue pill. And so when they get divorced, they think that was the outlier. As men become more purple pill and red pill or, and or through the result of dating more women, the high IQ men will step back and be like, wow there's a tendency. <laughs> there's a pattern. <laughs> you know, what is it? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? You, you need to understand the pattern. And so some men notice a pattern and that's when they start Googling, you know, why do women do this? And then they find red pill stuff and they go MGTOW. Some men don't. And so they just go through a series of bad relationships throughout their whole life, having children with different women, and they're 45, 50 years old, and they still believe in true love. They, Anytime you tell them about hypergamy or solipsism, they just think that you're a bitter black pill nihilist. Of course, they're not going to use those terms because they're not going to know those terms. But they'll think that who hurt you? You, know, you? They'll use those shame tactics. Who hurt you? You haven't found the right one because they desperately need to believe in the concept of romantic love, especially unconditional romantic love. They need to cling on to that. And I think with with red pill men, red pill men discard that. They're like, unconditional love doesn't exist. They know Brefoe's law. But if you if you quote Brefo's law to a, a blue pill man, they just will be in complete denial because it's part of their fabric, their paradigm, that they have to believe in this. But the high IQ men, from just being high IQ and hopefully from having experiences of being destroyed by the court system and or by women or maybe men in their life that have similar, have said the similar fate, they will realize that there is a pattern and look there's a lot of things at play all women in america are raised in the same milieu aside from super trad con mormons raised in you know central utah or central idaho or maybe the trad catholic or maybe the hasidic jew you know the the, the super baptist girl from kentucky that are raised with no tv i mean maybe some of those Maybe some of those. And that, that's where maybe you would find the unicorns. But the typical American girl, typical American woman, has been raised in the same milieu. And even if they espouse that they're they're traditional, that they're conservatives, that they love Trump, whatever, they still don't unknowingly know that they've been infected by radical feminism, by postmodernist thinking, by the decline of Christianity, by, by vanity, narcissism, uh, and so forth, and all the effects of these things. And ultimately you are all collectively dating from the same dating pool. So if you look at the idea that a lot of women are smart enough to do the values commune at the beginning of the relationship and then they are smart enough to pull the bait and switch if they need to pull the bait and switch once you marry, plus they've been affected by all these things, the concept of AWOLT will come around. When you become either wise, had an epiphany, dated enough women, then you realize, oh man, all women are like that. Now, a lot of men, they can just watch one video on solipsism, one video on hypergamy and Breffo's Law and and add a little of their personal experience, and then they're like, yeah, AWOL. All women are like that. I'm choosing to stay away from that. Yes, I might meet a woman who's beautiful. Yes, she might espouse similar values as I do at the beginning, but ultimately, I am wise enough through experience to know that not only could this be a ruse, What she's doing, but also ultimately, as I always say, you live in the same court system. The trad, the trad con girl, and the in the thought all live in the same court system. When you sign the Faustian pact, that is the marriage contract. It's in the same court system, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. So you know, I'm not going to get rused, beguiled, and vagaled by this woman's maneuverings. I know better. She might be a good girl. Maybe I am discarding good girls. Because I'm overly cautious and I have, quote, trust issues. But ultimately, next to your dog, no one's going to be there for you for your whole life but you. So even if the woman starts TradCon and is sweet when you marry her, you know, some of you guys may have been married 10, 15, 20, 25 years later. She's a shell of who that was. right? A man marries a woman and spends the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to that woman. That's the Einstein quote. Now the woman will say oh, it's because you turned us into the nagging shrew who's lost her figure but that's a typical woman who can't take accountability for anything that she says or does or her body but either way you know the cycle of relationships right? this is why you got to savor the euphoria of short-term relationships because that's the best part of a relationship is the beginning because all of them most of them i should say end poorly so I would tell men, and all of you are listening to this from a different perspective where you are in your journey, I would tell men, look, I am not a black pill nihilist. I do believe there are women in this world that you can have a good relationship with. I think it's about 15% of all marriages are good, are good marriages. You look at the stat of first marriages, it's about 50% divorce rate. If you look at are higher socioeconomic, it's a little better divorce rate. It's maybe 40%. But let's just keep it at 50 so, yeah, the working class and the poor have a much higher divorce rate. So let's just say it's 50, though. So 50%. So you know 50% is a wash. Then out of the other 50, you stay married. 30 of them, at least, are miserable, not getting sex. The woman's nagging, raging. They're miserable. They feel like they're in prison in this marriage. They don't know how to get out. They don't want to divorce because of the kids or the money. Again, this is one of the reasons why men barely ever initiate divorce. So you're throwing maybe, let's just say, nicely, 25% are miserable out of those 50 that leaves 25 percent that are happy so the question you need to ask yourself is do you feel lucky punk like dirty harry for you guys who are really young you won't know who i'm talking about do you feel lucky would you get on a plane that crashes 75 percent of the time now if you have not purged your relationship thirst you'd say yes i'll take the chance there are unicorns out there but really what you're saying is that you have a relationship thirst and you have need and you still have a disney mentality because most people If they're playing Russian roulette and there are five bullets in in six chambers, you would not be spinning that gun and playing Russian roulette. But there's some of you who desperately need to believe in the validation of marriage and the validation of women. So you'll play the game. Some other men who are purple pill one week away from the plantation, they're going to be like, yes, I know intellectually that 75% of marriages are going to end badly. But then they rationalize. And then they'll still end up getting married, marry the single mom, marry the one with debt, marry the rager, whatever. Because they still have thirst and other issues. Then you have the other men who are red pill and they're like, yes, 75% of marriages are going to end in divorce. Why would I do that? Marriage is the biggest racket of all time. I cannot benefit from it 99% of the time. I'm out. Peace. And I would tell you that's where you need to be. You can believe AWOLT. All women are like that. I am no Walt, but 95% of women are danger because of the court system and other reasons that we've talked about. And I would just stay away from it because it's not worth it. It's better to be a bachelor and enjoy the the versatility of, of going your own way and being a bachelor. So you have to figure out where you're at. And the best way to figure out where you're at is to introspect, right? Do the deep work and figure out why do you feel the need to want to believe in true love, why do you feel the need to, to marry when the stats are right in front of you? And I say this especially to men who are about to marry the second time. We know the stats are very obvious. Google it. 68 to 73% of second marriages end in divorce. So why? Why are you going to remarry? Did you not learn the first time? Fool me once, shame on you, right? You, you. And again, they have to believe in the fairy tale, they think this woman is the exception, not all women are like that, no Walt, no Walt, no Walt, and hopefully they don't have a great divorce and get fleeced, and then at that point, they're, you know, defleeced five years from retirement, and now they're going to end up in the streets or in the hood because they can't afford anything, and maybe that by that point, they're like, marriage isn't worth it, it's a racket, A a Walt, a Walt, all women are like that. Guys, just think really clearly about it especially you guys who are younger and you guys who are coming in you are novitiates to the red pill world just really think about it and the stats don't lie like the hips don't lie of Shakira the stats don't lie guys the website's naturopathic earth go check out all the articles that we have over there if you appreciate any of my content please click on the PayPal link found in the episode notes here also there's a link to naturopathic earth the website click on that and that takes you to the home page and You'll notice on the right side of the homepage are my two books, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior and Confessions of an Obese Child. Click on that to go buy them on Amazon, Kindle or paperback. While you're there, I'm an Amazon affiliate. So if you don't want to buy my books, which is fine, I think you're missing out, But which is fine, you can search and buy whatever, lamps, clothes, Whatever you buy within 24 hours, by going through my link from Naturopathic Earth, I get a 2% commission no expense to you, so It's passive income, which helps me out. Also, if you need help from the Red Pill perspective, contact me through the Clarity.fm link. Go to Clarity.fm. Search my name. We can schedule something if you need help from the Red Pill perspective or weight loss. Lastly, please post an honest review for The Awakened Man. I appreciate the reviews that have been coming in recently. I appreciate it. Yes, I know the audio is not perfect. I still need to find the... Uh, the Nine Inch Nail music, but uh, just be patient with me and uh, we'll get the music going. But if you appreciate my content, please post a five star review or just post a review. I would appreciate it and subscribe so these episodes come directly to you. And also go check out Confessions of Anobis Child, my sister channel, and the, Fem- the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, where we-, where we focus on female health issues. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than Needham. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.